Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm Evan, or as you may know me on Instagram, Mile High Ground. And guess what? It's the tail end of spooky season, and Hasbro is celebrating by reanimating the corpses of figures we all hoped were dead. But you know who I don't (laughs) hope is dead? I don't think I'm dead. The Vintage Concepts himself, John Lindquist. I'm glad you're alive, buddy. How you doing? Thanks. I'm glad we're all alive here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Though, it could be in the world between worlds. We don't really know if we're here, if we're holograms, if we're spirits, what's going on exactly. But I'll take I'll take any of it right now, I guess. It's things like that that I say to my therapist that then <laughs> causes them to raise an eyebrow <laughs> and think, hmm, maybe this guy needs to learn other ways to distill experience in yes. his life so when they start furiously scribbling notes you know you said the wrong thing yeah or the right but, thing yeah. <laughs> this guy figured out life all right well hey let's get into the show uh let's start off with a mail call there's a bunch of things coming in these days isn't there there is and the most important i just got to start off with this is uh i got the fourth and final of the disney parks exclusive first order short range evacuation vehicle uh, which came out uh, two or three years ago in the height of uh, when Disneyland was closed. Um, there is a red R5, an orange one, a blue one, and a white one. And there was a Company D Friends and Family of Disney Employees sale that a friend alerted me to recently. And I went to Disneyland this past weekend. Uh, he was able to get me uh, into the sale and also get me two of the four uh, vehicles for half price. And I was able to get the fourth and final one also. For half price so a little mini collection a mini beat i never thought i would be able to finish but uh my ocd would not let me ignore them <laughs> try as though i did to ignore them so now that's something is that a discontinued item now i i think so i didn't actually check in galaxy's edge it's in like the first order store which doesn't have a lot of uh newness or anything worth checking out every single time so i didn't actually look so okay. um I th- it might be discontinued or they might have just had too much of it but well i know they sure uh, kind of like with the uh lightsabers at uh savvy's where they kind of refreshed the parts that are available there so i'm wondering yeah. if they're maybe going to replace it with something else or I don't maybe know. i gotta get back there one of these days because i really want all this stuff and i keep watching it just disappear and it's like yes. oh man so. it's awesome there's yeah more disney park stuff coming shortly in the show oh, yes. but oh yes, yes. yes. Uh, actually the um speaking of lightsabers and disney park stuff and things being discontinued uh the halcyon lightsaber from the galactic star cruiser has been found at the parks is it just the florida park or has it been found at both well i'm not sure i don't follow that as as closely as you do but i did talk to the employee at doc ondar's uh, den of antiquities in the batu west aka california uh store and he said they didn't have them that day that i was there a few days ago um okay so and he mentioned only in Florida so far, but maybe that bodes well for getting those uh, Halcyon figures as well. So I already spent that's way where too I was much going money. with that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I could sense it, but um, I spent too much money to get carded samples, and I would like to open them, but not uh, for that amount of money. Yeah, I've held off on those, but uh, hey, listeners, if you uh, if any of you out there have stumbled across those droids in the parks or think you will. 
Keep us in mind, your poor yes, little please. SWTVC <laughs> podcast people. <laughs> I only have all four uh, first order short range evacuation vehicle droids. I need the Halcyon droids to go with them, please. <laughs> I feel like big man or big man on campus since uh, I've got two droids that you don't have, and that's the only thing I'll ever have that you don't have. So. Oh God! <laughs> don't don't remind me. Small victories, small victories. <laughs> so, um, speaking of small victories. There's been uh, a victory in the vintage collection, and that is wow. a really great wave is shipping right now. Uh, wow. That was maybe one of the worst transitions <laughs> I've done in the history of this show, but there's no bottom. We'll keep reaching for it. So uh, anyway, the uh, wave that has uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and a few other figures relevant to the Ahsoka series that just concluded its run about ooh, less than a month ago. Those are hitting. Uh, so, John, do you want to walk us through uh, the characters that are in this wave? Sure. And you have them in hand, so you'll go over them in a minute. But yes. uh, it consists of Grand Admiral Thrawn from Rebels, just a refresher. Uh, Ahsoka Tano from the Ahsoka series, a slight variant of the figure from The Mandalorian. Uh, Morgan Elsbeth and the HK-87 assassin droid, also from Ahsoka. Luke Skywalker from The Book of Boba Fett, the same figure from the Target set with Grogu. And the Grand Inquisitor from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So a lot of great uh, new media figures with a lot of uh, heritage behind them as well. It is starting to ship out in bits and pieces from Big Bad Toy Store and Hasbro Pulse. I think I was charged for two of them from Pulse. And the Wave case is actually shipping from Entertainment Earth, which it just shipped for me, which is a victory, as you say. <laughs> uh, because they took over three weeks after charging me for the Cad Bane Wave before shipping. They... They process, they charge you, they process for a little bit, and then they ship. I think the N1 took maybe a week, and normally it's just a couple days. So it was kind of surprising that it was taking almost a month for the Cad Bane wave to ship. Ended up canceling it and ordering that from Pulse. I still do not have those figures, but they did ship uh, from Pulse for me today, just a couple days after I ordered them, which was nice to see. Um, Entertainment Earth is having warehouse issues, apparently. It sucks to suck. But don't charge customers <laughs> three weeks before you're actually going to ship the item. Maybe just a suggestion, but... It's nice to see that they actually shipped the Thrawn wave in a semi-timely fashion, but uh, fool, me, fool me twice, uh, can't, can't get fooled again. He says you as know. he pre-orders all the future yes. waves there, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are also showing up a little bit, one or two figures at a time, at the Target stores. I think you have uh, more to say on that. Have you seen any in the store? I have not seen any of this wave, but I saw multiple folks, and I confirmed this with a couple people, too, that I saw um, they had luck finding them. But it sounds like cases are being split into larger assortments of toys. And so folks, uh, including myself with a different figure, not from this wave, has now seen figures emerge from these random boxes of items. Uh, so it's like, okay, cool, great. TVC can't even get full waves to shelf now. That's awesome. But you know, like those, those kind of item boxes that'll have like some uh, Funkos and it'll have some uh, DC and some Marvel stuff, just like a, a few figures from random lines. And that's what they're just throwing out there right now. And it was weird. I saw that happen with a nine num of all figures oh, wow. happened at my target. So they got the Cad Bane wave that you are still waiting on, but I just got the repack at my store. Who knows where the rest of the figures from that wave are. Hmm. I did see a Jared at a store the other day. I was at another Target and there was absolutely nothing from any of the Hasbro lines, which was uh, terrible to see because God forbid we have more than two uh, TVC figures on the shelf at any given time. But uh, yeah, a, f a friend locally found uh, Morgan Elsbeth in the HK87 for me, which is awesome. And they rang up at $12.99, uh, maybe because they're on the old assortment number. 
It's one of the numbers that you see in the upper left-hand corner of the uh, card. And it's kind of confusing because the Tuscan Warrior wave and the Cad Bane wave are on a new assortment number. Um, I think that kind of coincided with the price hike to $16.99. This wave is the same assortment number as the Hunter wave from earlier this year. Um, I, you know, it's a little bit beyond uh, my pay grade, but uh, they're kind of mixing and matching. Uh, Yakface has that on his master list for the year where yep. there's the different ones. Is there another wave that's, is this I, the new, uh, or this is the old skew that's retired. The one that was on the nine num and the Cad Bane wave. That's the new one going forward. That's the new one. And um, so this one kind of leapfrogged back, leapfrogged okay. back um, the two more recent waves. And then I think the upcoming figures that we know about are on the newer assortment number, I believe. Hmm. Very strange. Very strange. Let's revisit that when we talk about the reveals, because I'm curious if uh, yes. a certain wave we learned about is going to be on the same number. But anyway, that's all boring. But <laughs> could you beat 1299? Well, you know what, sir? I can. Let me what? put on my what? shill hat for GameStop. <laughs> uh mine shipped actually. So they had a uh arrival date of 1025. They held to that. My my order shipped on the 24th and they arrived on Friday 1027, which definitely helped take the sting off of the oh so exciting stuff we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Um, so yeah, not to be like too shilly for GameStop for real, but with my monthly coupons and some rewards points, I stacked a bunch of them just from buying stuff here and there. Uh, mine ended up being 1139 each. So, so, so close to 1138. 11. Oh yeah. One penny <sighs> off. Just a penny but, off. Uh, they arrived overall pretty decent shape. Ahsoka had a bend in the card. So she was the one that I opened. I only got one of each. It was just kind of a test order. I've got more coming in from GameStop. Actually, some were supposed to arrive on the day of recording this, but uh, I wasn't home, and so they're at the post office now. So day jobs. Don't have them. They just get in the way, yeah. They do. I want to collect. But they all came in actually like really, really straight in really decent condition, but just kind of the usual dirtiness on the card where it looks like there's like flecks of stuff that was just in the factory, kind of like dust, uh, like wood chips. But uh, so I'm, I haven't opened them except for Ahsoka, but two of them in particular, uh, the HK Assassin Droid and Luke Skywalker uh, Jedi Academy have real bad uh, bubble white, oh, like geez. the case white scuff. Um, Luke is horrible. Um, so that's yay. That's continuing. Oh, boy. But yeah. Nice. You've opened some of these figures, right? Do you have thoughts on the ones that you've opened as well? Um, just Ahsoka so far. Uh, well, Luke, I didn't open this Luke, but I did just get that same figure, what, three weeks ago in the deluxe target set. So I do actually yeah, really like that figure. So I'll start with that. You know, um, I liked it when I got it. Um, I like the card. It's not a super exciting Luke visually. You know, I've heard the Olive Garden, or Olive Garden waiter complaints. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. Uh, but he poses really nice. Have you opened that figure? I have, yeah. And uh, I think I mentioned on one of the streams we did, but he has so many accessories in the deluxe set mm-hmm. that it, you can't really, you know, pose him out with all of them. So it's nice to have another one to uh, help take up the slack, even if he doesn't necessarily, again, he uh, wears a slightly different, more Jedi, more prequel Jedi costume at the beginning and the end of the episode where he actually interacts with some of this stuff. But uh, still, yes, it is a very nice uh, Luke figure. Yeah. Only a couple of reused parts. Uh, that's more new than I think people initially thought. So Yeah, I- I'm happy to add that one to the collection. And I, again, I like the card, so I'm not too sad double dipping yeah. on that, but that's just my own little burden of how I collect these things irresponsibly. <laughs> um, 
Speaking of irresponsibly, I did get... Uh, so I opened the Ahsoka from this wave. It is the same exact figure from uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, the Corvus look. We've covered that before. Um, however, I will notice this. So uh, it was brought to our attention that she's uh, uh, maybe a darker shade of orange compared to the initial release. That is quite true. She is much more orange than the first release. Yeah, I don't always know if, great for visual format, but show yeah, me visual format. This is for your benefit, for John. Format. I don't know if you'll be able to see. Oh me. wow, yeah, yeah. She's more uh, much more orange. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, uh, he toys are the way. Also mentioned her grip maybe being a little stronger. And uh, I have concluded that he's full of <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, no, it's the s- same arms and everything. But I I kind of get what he's getting at just since it's a fresher, fresher figure. It kind of feels uh, mm. a little more, uh, a little more grippy. Yeah, um, I think it might be a different plastic. That could be it. But pretty much the same. Unfortunately, the sample I opened had her headpiece glued on a little crooked. It's not the worst. So that's why I didn't notice it in the card. Uh, so once I ripped her off the card, I noticed it was glued on. You can kind of see part of her head on the side. So that's a bummer. Guess mm. I'm going to have to buy the same figure again and again until I get one I like. So, Oh, no. Oh, well, yeah. Custom fodder, at least, you know. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah. So nice figure. I think uh, I still I still got to do a side-by-side comparison, but her Ahsoka the White look from the second half of her series seems to have a lot of uh, similar parts to this look. Yeah, and I know I think the arms and legs are different, or um, the forearms and shins anyway. So I don't know. Maybe you can dip your toes into painting her or something if you really want to. But I know her head tails are should be longer, and her um, headband is different after she gets that outfit. But you know, I don't know. I'm glad you reminded me because uh, going back to the Clone Wars one, I actually have the uh, Mandalore figure up here, and this new Ahsoka, her orange paint is the same color pretty much as the Mandalore version. So. Interesting. She matches that figure. Interesting. Interesting. See, that's buy it all. Buy it all again, folks. Yeah. What's old is new. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but those are the two uh, repacks in this wave. Uh, next up, you know, okay. there's Morgan Elsbeth. Uh, really great figure. Just let down by not having an accessory. So uh, can't yeah. wait to buy her again, but with a sword. Yay. But seriously, though, I actually am kind of excited and hopeful for a final episode reuse of her character. Um, yeah, for sure. With her. With her juggalette uh, face paint. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, and we were waiting, we said, you know, not to be perverts, but we said, let's get a look up that skirt. We need to see those legs. Mm -hmm. How can, where are we going to reuse those legs? But they are definitely very, uh, hashtag very venturous. Very venturous. Very Night Sister, Dathomiri. But hopefully, notice her forearms and hands can definitely be used can be reused for a Venturous and her legs uh, have the wrappings as well. So that, you know, hopefully they uh, get around to that. That'd be awesome to see. Most of the way there. I wouldn't be sad if we got a Clone Wars 20 anniversary figure uh, 18 months after the anniversary. I mean, they did it for uh, the Lucasfilm 50th, so why not? Yeah, they kept rolling those out for a year later. Yeah. But uh, as you mentioned, yeah, Venturous came in second in this year's uh, March Madness, or she was in the final against uh, the winner who uh, we'll be talking about him in a little bit. I wonder why that is. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to crack into HK87 uh, and the Grand Inquisitor. You know, I'm happy to have another figure from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and good Lord, just looking at it in the bubble, like, wow, uh, I'm it's I'm struggling to not open this figure right now. But yeah. this one came in the mintiest of the bunch. These days, a mint figure is a rarity. Yeah. yeah. So and you got to wait months for the other one to ship and say, oh, God. 
Yeah, but this was, speaking of waiting, worth the wait uh, as much as it was frustrating. And that's another thing we'll probably talk about later in this episode, unless in about 45 minutes to an hour, we decide we're tired and we don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Entirely possible. So we'll see. Yeah. But uh, lastly, that rounds out the wave with Grand Admiral Thrawn, the very first Rebels figure in the vintage collection. And I didn't realize how exciting that would be to have in hand to see Rebels actually on a vintage collection card that I was holding in my hands. I never thought I would see that. So, you know, we got the ghost and now we're we're getting the the figures to kind of populate the world of Rebels. And obviously, I think this one came out because they just didn't have the uh, the time or they wanted to have a Thrawn out while Ahsoka was relevant because they weren't going to get yeah. a Lars one out for a while. I hope one is coming. Um, yeah. But for now, holy wow, it's awesome. Uh, I can't wait. I'll have more <laughs> in tomorrow. I want to open one up. But uh, you know who does have thoughts on Thrawn? Tyler, our wonderful teammate. And it would be inappropriate for us to talk about this figure for the first time on the show actually someone having it in hand without him. So he has it. And while he's not here with us live recording tonight, doesn't matter through the magic of podcasting, he's going to be talking at you fine folks about his wonderful thoughts about his most wanted figure ever. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thanks guys for including me. It should come as no surprise to anyone that I am thrilled beyond words to finally have this figure Uh, as he is one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. I've been waiting decades for this. Finally, a definitive, super-articulated Grand Admiral Thrawn. The whole community has. One of the most, if not the most, beloved old expanded universe slash legends characters. So, just some initial thoughts. Uh, This figure is, of course, based on VC-270 Admiral Piet, the tooling gift that keeps on giving. This is a retool sporting a new head, a new frontal torso sporting the Grand Admiral rank badge, collar insignias, and gold shoulder bars, a new lower tunic skirt with holster for his included RK-3 blaster pistol, and, interestingly, New upper legs, different than all the other Imperial officers based on Piet. The figure is a few millimeters taller than Piet and Jarjarid, though perhaps not as tall as he should be, as some in the community have pointed out. The uniform is an off-white color, which is most apparent when compared to the ISB officer included in the Imperial Officer 4-pack, which is a very stark white. It's unclear whether this was intentional or not. The elbow articulation range of motion on these officers is a bit too limited, only being able to achieve about 90 degrees. There has been significant chatter in the community about wanting retooled arms on these officers to allow for a greater range of motion. The head portrait is very similar to the Black Series version. Grand Admiral Thrawn's uniform in Rebels is virtually identical to his uniform in the live-action Ahsoka series, So the Lars Mikkelsen version is a simple new head portrait retool away and seemingly a virtual certainty to come. I kind of like that we have two options. I think that's pretty cool. Speaking of Rebels, his is the first Rebels card back in the vintage collection. 
I think it's a missed opportunity to not include his helmet and armor from the Rebel Season 3 finale, Zero Hour. I think a lot of people would have absolutely loved that. Thankfully, the 3D printing community is once again to the rescue. Uh, PitPenguin817 on Instagram, uh, that's Pit with two Ts, like Brad Pitt, sells helmet and armor sets for Thrawn, and will also paint them for a very reasonable price. Uh, this is significantly better than doing it the psychotic Tyler way, which is to send it all the way to the other side of the world, to Taiwan, for Uncle Sam Cantina to paint. <laughs> Don't do that. It's uh, rather expensive. A retooled OG expanded universe version with the epaulets with tassels on an Heir to the Empire card back would be absolutely incredible, and I think the community would really eat it up. I know I would. A diorama set like the 2017 SDCC Black Series Thrawn office would be most welcome. Or, alternatively, there is potential for a deluxe release with the helmet and armor or artifacts from around his office. A Lars version could come with some kind of hollow table for battle coordination like in the Ahsoka show, which would be pretty awesome. I ordered somewhere in the vicinity of three cases of these Grand Admiral Thrawn figures. Um, I know a lot of people are going to think that that's absolutely ludicrous and crazy, and you might not be wrong, but I would like to explain that there's a method to the madness here. Um, first of all, I need a few open Thrawns for different scenes in my collection, uh, but also I intend to send one case of sealed Thrawns to get graded, which will be my first graded figure ever. Um, I don't generally do that, but I'm excited to, to do that for the first time on this release. And also, I want to turn a bunch of these Thrawn figures into other Grand Admirals. Uh, someone on Facebook showed that the entire neck piece can be popped out of the torso uh, with some boil and popping, and you can you know, customize and make totally different Imperial officer figures with a different neck, different hands, and a different head. So uh, I'm going to try to make other Grand Admirals um, because there were 13 of them. So looking forward to that, and customizing is always fun, but uh, I didn't buy that many for no reason. So <laughs> anyway, thanks for letting me rant and voice my thoughts, guys. Back to you. Thank you, Tyler. Wow. If you were here anyway, he would have been talking about Thrawn the entire time. So it's just kind of perfect. Yeah. It worked yeah. out this way. Yeah. He's Love making you, Tyler, me even, happy for you. Yeah. I, I'm stoked for him. You know, I'm, I guess I'm not too far behind. I did get, I did get something that I've been really excited for, but uh, yeah, I'm, that's, pr that's pretty awesome. It's great when we all get figures. I can't wait for your Similu, John, if that ever One happens day. someday or your Kitster, we'll find out. <laughs> so the one you were excited <laughs> about was clearly the cartoon Ewoks two pack, right? I That's was so excited. Yeah, yeah, I bought four sets of that. Yeah. <laughs> How? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely accidentally bought four of that pack. So Did you get impatient for some of them to ship and buy two more? Or what happened there? I thought I'd only ordered two from Pulse. Okay. And then I found a set at my GameStop and it, I left it for a week and I came back and it was still there. I wonder why. And uh, it was totally beaten up. So I was like, I'll just grab it. Um. 
because it was the same price. And I, I grabbed it because I figured I'd have for sure openers in that set. And then when yeah. I got home that day, there was the box and I opened it and there was three and I had ordered three from <laughs> Pulse and <sighs> whatever. But I'll sort through all that. It's nice, though. It's nice. I haven't really cracked into it yeah. too much, but, you know, you've got some wonderful details on this set. I have. It's it's the cartoon colors and cards, the realistic sculpting, similar to the three droids Target exclusive figures from the past couple of years. Those Lucasfilm 50th anniversary figures that came out uh, in and around that anniversary. Um, they come with those all important coins from the 1985 era. Uh, they're more bronze than the gold of the droids coins, droid coins which I think matches the color of the original Kinner coins. You can go ahead and yell at me on social media if that's incorrect. Meaning, um, I think the Ewok ones were more bronze back then as well, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, this is the repaints. It's, it's the Wicket from 2010, the Nisa from 2012, and that Toys R Us exclusive five pack. But this is her first time ever on a card back of any kind. Um, she was not in the original uh, Kinner Ewoks line, but Wicket was. So uh, yeah, an update and a brand new entry into that line, which is awesome to see. I think I've spoken before. Here's a little sidetrack about uh, <laughs> why we hashtag need Nisa. Uh, I, my sister's had a book uh, about Nisa. I, I think I mentioned it on the show before, but it was like the first thing, the first way I experienced Star Wars as a kid, not even realizing that it was a Star Wars thing, but it was like an, a little picture book about uh, Nisa. And I know you had a similar one about Tebow back in the day. Yeah, um, that's why I got all confused about which Ewok was yeah, which. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's based on diff- the cartoon art or something. It's just fun to get the things in the line again, supplemental under the wacky repaints line. But if they're going to do droids, I'm glad they followed up with some Ewoks as well. So, yeah, it's I like this two pack expression, and uh, we'll be talking about a slightly more exciting one here in a little bit. But they said add some color in the line that uh, that completes the the Kenner cards essentially, um, at least the Kenner the styles of original Kenner cards sure, in yeah. the vintage collection. Through we have a power of the force in yak face mm-hmm. uh we've got the lost line looks from tvc 1.0 yes. the regular tvc card and then droids and ewoks now so that's that's fun i like it it's a novelty yeah. it's something it's something well, at least we can complete something in this line yeah <laughs> <laughs> but love ewoks again we always you know could have had more for the 40th anniversary of return of the jedi but we got these guys so it's something it's something yeah yeah um, speaking of something wow yeah the imperial officers <laughs> four pack is it a true builder pack is it just a pack of here's four figures and suck it up and get used to it? Every comment section across the internet is full of the debate about this pack. Uh, I will say, as with all unmasked human sets in the line, it has two named officers from the original trilogy and two new characters to add diversity to the line. People call them generic. They are still people. If you know, you don't need you don't need more than one of these guys anyway, because it'd be weird if you had them. They're not clones anyway. But whatever, we'll get into that. Um, the whole idea of having two named characters and two unnamed characters to new characters is not new, but people might be more upset about it than the other sets, the Rebel Fleet Troopers and the Echo Base Rebel Troopers, uh, because maybe Admiral Mahdi and Piet are more recognizable than Pelo Scrambus, Tigran Jamiro, or Cal Alder. Those are, those have to be names you've made up. I, <laughs> the show, I don't understand. Yeah. We're learning about names that were given by random trading card employees 30 odd years ago that we now have to remember for the rest of our lives but uh yeah so i don't know the theory behind this pack you know some people want four named characters some people think some people say that's sacrilege every prominent character ever needs to be on a card i think tyler's kind of in that camp 
Some people want four characters made up by Hasbro that they can feel better about army building because they think they're generic. They just see some random guy. They don't see, you know, named officer number three. Some people don't really mind as long as they can swap heads with other background humans. I don't know, but I am sure tired of this discussion, even though uh, we are still having it right now. If I may just chime in real quick, chime, with a, chime with a quick in. thought on that, uh, I'm inclined to agree with you when it comes to like the the officers where it doesn't really bother me. It's like, how many of these do I need since they are, you know, each head is specific. They're not clones. Uh, but I think with stuff like clones and stormtroopers in particular, there is kind of a clear answer to these troop builder packs that things like those uh, are things that people would be army building in bulk. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. In those sets, I think it's great to have a non-specific whatsoever. Um, or a ranking officer uh, at best, I don't know. Um, but we'll circle back to that, I imagine. Sure, sure. Um, it will become relevant again very soon. A lot of teasers this episode, but uh, I, I <laughs> no sort of think... No payoff. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to forget again. Mm -hmm. uh, like when Finn tried to tell Ray something. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so I think Hasbro might sort of see these as a way just to get out four similar figures in a pack. Boom, one and done. That's the army builder component you just got for Imperial Officer figures. Um, I think a lot of collectors want to be able to buy a ton of them. I think they started out so strong with the Stormtrooper 4-pack, um, some of the more generic ones. Yeah, like the Clone Trooper pack, the first one, and even the upcoming one. But then you have weird things like the Tuscan Chieftain and Waxer and things like that where you want, you're going to want a bunch of the three other guys, but it's hard because there's one... Um, not just ranking officer, but a named ranking officer that's more unique. Um, whereas like the phase one clone had the lieutenant, but you can still get, if you buy 20 packs, you, it's fine having 20 blue lieutenants. Anyway, yeah. we're not going to solve the problem here. Tell Hasbro what you prefer. I don't want to talk about it anymore, even though we will talk about it more. But make your posts <laughs> about it. Make your voices heard, you know. But have you, do you have the set. How do you like this set itself, in and of itself? I, you know what? I quite like this set. Um, I have had to, like many parts of my life, dissociate from the Imperial officer and rank badge stuff uh, and just yeah. completely let it wash over me uh, yeah. like water over a stone. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it even more that way. I think it's fun. I mean, we asked for high mileage sculpts. We asked for things that Hasbro could just bang out lots of different characters at a very cost effective way, you know, like with clones, stormtroopers, Mandalorians, and now these officers. I think this set is fantastic. I love getting those kind of more niche characters that I don't like. I get wanting them on a vintage card, like on a single card if they're named and whatever. But at the yeah. same time, I'm happy to have them officially in the ranks of the vintage collection and at an absolutely stellar quality overall. This sculpt is yep. great. So I'm, I'm glad it that is. they're using it and they've tooled up the different variations of the torso so that you can get some of the different stuff. Mm -hmm. It's neat. I, I like it. I'm not like in love or blown away with this because it's just like, oh, ultimately it's just new heads on bodies. But that's cool. It's smart. I appreciate it. And I'm here for it. Yeah. And somebody, forgive me, I forget who it was, but somebody pointed out that I think since the torsos are kind of like two parts, you know, the back and the front, um, the front seems to be different. The back seems to be the same on all these guys. So it's entirely the same. Um, but we also have now the version with the holster uh, as well. Or to finish the thought on the torso, um, I think it might be easier for them just to tool up the new front of the torso. Maybe that's why they're able to get so many of the rank badges in there. Um, when they do the heads as well but uh two of these guys have the holster which i believe is the same holster from thrawn and maybe krennic i'm not 100 percent sure if it's all the exact same 
as I don't have those figures in hand. But um, these small blasters kind of fly out of the holsters. If you look at them weird, there's a couple different ways to get them in there. None of them are super satisfying. And I know that Thrawn has a different blaster than, than the guys in the set. So maybe it works better for that. But it is a little bit like you just kind of got to set it and forget it. So don't interact with them too much. And uh, my complaint about Mahdi, some people want him on a card, etc., etc. Uh, he should have had the boxes on his belt. Whew. Totally terrible, uh, unforgivable sin. Almost as bad <laughs> as the pockets on uh, Captain Antilles a couple years ago that we were also passionate about. But um, <laughs> also his his the elbows aren't articulated enough for him to reach up to grab his collar, which is unfortunate because that's like the main thing that he's remembered for getting choked out by Darth Vader. But uh, and the 2000 figure could do that back uh, two decades ago. But he does have a great portrait sculpt and he has some photo real teeth. Which uh, might be a first. I'm not sure on that, but uh, it's, it's odd. It's something... I thought that was a trick of the light when I was first looking at it. I did him. Too at first, and I remember Lewis saying that it was, but my vote is for its teeth. Yeah. I got to vote for teeth. But uh, anyway, <laughs> someone whose teeth we can't see anymore. What a segue. Chrysanthemum. <laughs> kind of old news since we already got the PulseCon version a few months ago, but now his mouth is closed. Thank God. Uh, more presentable, and he has less stuff. Two fewer blasters. Two fewer knives and uh, still a premium price. But uh, yeah, I just popped them open a little bit ago. It's nice. It's nice to have the alternate head sculpt again. Kind of been there, done that since we just got this guy a few months ago. They're, they're trying to get high mileage out of these uh, figures that can't become troop builders like Imperial officers or clones or whatever. But, you know, put them in a deluxe set or a regular release and put them in another convention set. Some more stuff. And Bob's your uncle. There you go. Yeah, I, I wasn't too bummed about them doing that with the comic or with the convention set because I I yeah. do like the fact that they kind of gave it some comic book inspired stuff to make it yeah for sure a little different and a newly tooled head. You know, is it worth the price? We could be talking about that all day, but ultimately I was fine with that. Um, and also now I'm just the proud owner of multiple uh, Mailerun fruits in my collection. Yes. <laughs> so ultimately I'm a happy boy. Yes. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about this Chrysanthemum figure other than it's nice to have him in line. But um, we talked about a lot of other recent items on our last live stream on October 8th. Go check that out. But we got to talk about one special item again now that more of us have it in hand, including both of us. It's the Obi-Wan Kenobi Showdown 2-pack. Mine arrived from Pulse yesterday, opened it today. But we got to hear your thoughts first and foremost, much like Tyler and Thrawn. Take it away. I quite happily ended up with uh, more of this set than I needed. I ordered two from a couple places. Mm -hmm. I ended up with six of it. Um, yeah, I'm embarrassed about that. But anyway, <laughs> this figure, uh, the Obi-Wan and, and Vader set, I'll, let me just get this out of the way. This is my favorite release of the year so far. I mean, this hits for me. I, From presentation to the way the figures look, this is an impeccable set. It's everything I it's pretty much everything I wanted. I I love the two-pack box. I like the splash of color on the side with the name pills and then a, a nice, a well-done photo of the figure that's on there. Um, and then getting the carded figures inside. The cards look great. I would have preferred that Vader had a matching moody one of his split helmet as his figure appears. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. The Obi-Wan card, though, my God, that's an all-timer that, right there. That is that is instantly like in maybe the top slot of vintage collection figures for me. Just I, I could look at it all day. It's mm -hmm. glorious. Um, <laughs> I also wish that Vader wasn't called Duels and Vader. I 
the more I think about it, the less I like that moniker for it. I would have preferred it was also matching showdown, but Hey, whatever the yeah. packaging team does, whatever they want these days. That's fine. Um, <laughs> at least they didn't double up the numbers. Yes. And at least it's centered this time. Yeah. So again, I love it, but it's not perfect. I found myself looking and getting kind of frustrated with Obi-Wan's articulation. Um, specifically the wrists, neck and waist. Um, and also while the engineering is nice, I think the thickness of the tabards, I know they're a little rubbery. Um, I still think they kind of get in the way and prevent some of the really dynamic arm motion. It's kind of hard to get a good convincing two-handed pose, um, in action. I don't know how Um, they I'd like to see them try butterfly joints. I know like some of the Black Series Jedi figures have butterfly joints hidden underneath those rubbery tabards. Because these are Um, soft. I get what you're saying here in your note, John. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rubbery. And I think the thought was there. But ultimately, I do think he's pretty limited because of some of these things. And then like the elbows go pretty deep, but they don't go as deep as the Wandering Jedi ones, I think, seemed to. But uh, yeah, and then he's, of course, let down by the Wandering Jedi legs, which kind of look a little stubby on him uh, since they're kind of short legs or low knee or whatever they did with it. Yeah, definitely some low knees going on there. Yeah. So the, the Cotton Hill from King of the Hill uh, yeah. vibes. <laughs> but uh, that and then, you know, the small lightsabers, the really small lightsabers like you good, Obi-Wan. Do you need some pills for that? Small <laughs> lightsabers like, wow, dude, it is. Yeah. Small, but and you brought it up before, but having gotten them again, I know it's the same sabers from the Obi Wan and Vader from last year, but having gotten more regular size sabers since then, like in the Sabine and the Luke figures recently, it is it, they just stand out as being so tiny. Yeah, it's, it's like they it's went through a phase wild. of really underscaling the lightsabers for a couple waves. Yeah, but you know, Vader is also nice. It's got some really meaningful updates to you know the shoulder armor. I like how they have this on the new one. Yeah. And good God, the likeness on both of these figures, John. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. They're so good. We were a little bit let down by the Wandering Jedi Obi-Wan likeness from last year, but this new one, is just, it's impeccable. It looks exactly like him. I, I don't know if they're just getting better with the sculpting or the photo reel or something, but it's just, it's stunning. Yeah. And um, the craftsmanship on Vader's helmet, especially uh, mixed with all the detail on his head, it's just wild. And I know you can't, you kind of have to tilt vader's head up uh keep the chet the the chin piece where it is and kind of tilt his head up in order to and then pop the helmet back on in order to kind of get the eyes lined up um, i know some people have had issues with that but it, it looks it looks good to me now so i don't know i was gonna say it's not a huge deal it's not super off on me i, I mean i get where the jokes and the memes come from on it like you know having one eye way lower but yeah. I, I it doesn't read that way when you're actually looking at it it, it looks like a thing that you know it looks like it was meant to it looks great i love this set man i'm i'm over the moon i i feel probably a fraction of how tyler feels about thrawn but this is something i very much was waiting for and i do still firmly believe that my issues aside with the sculpt as i mentioned on the jedi body for obi-wan i think there's some little things they could do to improve this moving forward and we're going in the positive direction towards unlocking more jedi in the line yeah for sure for more on that, listen to last episode. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, so that's what we've got. You got anything else lately? I think that's about it, right? 
probably got more, but I'm not paying attention. So the Christmas Droid Factory Droid uh, R8 H23, it's coming, coming. So that's what we've got in hand. There's been a lot of reveals though. Been a lot of events lately, from PulseCon to New York Comic Con to Walmart Collector Con, all of which we discussed on various live streams. Only one of those had anything new for vintage collection, sadly. But uh, we got Gift the Galaxy going on right now, which is a weekly reveal series like Lucasfilm has done in the past. Ahsoka didn't get one tied exactly to the series. Other shows have gotten them. This is more themed to the holiday season in general, kind of like last year's Bring Home the Galaxy, which was kind of tied towards and or more towards the holiday season. I don't know. This one is running every Tuesday from October 17th to December 19th with pre-orders the next day, also known as Wednesday. <laughs> so there very well could be more stuff uh, between when we record this episode and when you listen to it. So who knows? All of the stuff we said is probably outdated already. But uh, <laughs> this release, reveal, schedule, event thing encompasses all their licensors. So there might not be Hasbro Collector product every single week. But if you like branded socks, boy, are you in luck. This is the event for you. <laughs> Um, I think the first week had some Young Jedi Adventure stuff, I think. I am not even sure about that. Um, but the second week had some Black Series repacks and R4-D60 Grief Cargas Astromech Red, which would be great in Vintage Collection. The email kind of got our hopes up from the uh, press release company uh, saying it would be in the Vintage Collection. That was a total typo, but maybe somewhere there, there was a kernel of truth in there. I do not know. But uh, hopefully one of these weeks, one of the eight more weeks, seven more weeks, we'll have uh, some vintage collection in there somewhere. I don't know. You know, I I brought it up to you. I wonder if uh, Life Day Chewy will release on Shop Disney one uh, for one of these because I know Patrick said, uh, you wrote the quote here for me. Patrick said it will be available at ShopDisney.com on November 1st and Disney Parks this fall. Uh, November 1st is a Wednesday, so we could very well have already been shown this as part of this event or when this episode goes live or not so oh man but there was another event on friday if you want to take that yeah so uh the third annual pulse premium 1027 it takes place every year on october 27th or 1027 uh unless you're in anywhere but the u.s where it'd yeah. be 2710 uh because 1027 is their address or something is that uh, yeah, in rhode is? island i get one of their addresses they have a couple offices but uh one of them is 1027 i guess I think the very first one was like right after the first PulseCon. Mm. So yeah, that makes just, sense. They've just stuck to it, even as PulseCon has gone earlier in the year. But anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. So they're follow up to PulseCon for premium members only. Uh, and anyone who has access to the YouTube link, which uh, leaked early and then went up in the wrong format. So you could just kind of skip ahead instead of pretending it was a live stream. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least I saved some time that way. I was busy at work. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, There was only one reveal for TVC, and it was a previously pipelined repack, one that we were all just clamoring for. Mm -hmm. VC-130 Captain Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Hashtag clamor for Captain Cassian. <sighs> uh we, and we've gone over some of the stuff when they pipelined it, but as you know, it's the third release of this figure. It debuted in the Walmart exclusive 3.75 inch Black Series boxed line in 2016, I think a little bit after the release of Rogue One, uh, and was then repacked in TVC as VC-130 in the third wave when it relaunched in 2018. As I recall, the Black Series 3.75 one was a peg warmer at some Walmart stores. I didn't see it at every Walmart store, but I saw it in bulk at some Walmart stores. Um, and the TVC version for me was a little bit hard to find at retail. 
but ended up going to all these discount stores in droves. And both versions are super cheap on the secondary market, I believe. They did peg warm for you, yeah. Yep. incredibly cheap yes they did peg warm uh i mean i remember 2015 2016 i was sending you photos of just stacks and stacks yeah. of those uh figures and that was the thing is it was again kind of the similar issue vintage collection has had where the waves of those figures were like three or four figures so they'd get in a case of like f- five of each figure and it was like yeah there's okay, yeah. of like repacks mostly repacks um yeah, it, it pegged warmed hard. Um, but when this figure came about in the vintage collection, that was wave three of the vintage collection yeah, yeah. 2.0. I remember wave two and three hit within a week of each other uh, at yeah. my Walmarts. So I got them instantly. And those waves, I think, only hit each store, uh, not all the stores, just those couple stores that I frequented, just the one time that I got them. Uh, yeah. I never saw them again. Uh, and then I only ever saw figures from those waves later at discount, uh, retailers. Yeah. I think, so uh, I a lot of don't st- think it was distributed appropriately. A lot of stores were drowning in the incredibly overproduced wave one from 2018. So wave two and three kind of didn't hit as much. I know I had to wait a while to get like the death trooper from wave two, um, another black series repack. Um, yeah, not great distribution, but thank God we got another shot at them. <laughs> um, so this one has the same card front you'd think but here's the big news everybody the name in the pill is black instead of white and if that's not enough for you the font is bigger not to mention if that's not sweet enough for you the age warning label is the different more recent version so if that's not thrilling you i don't know what is thank god and uh (laughs) yeah but it does have the updated back of the card anyway i guess with a little uh yeah which with this figure actually means you can pretend it's a TVC 1.0 figure <laughs> because it's showing the debut of that character and figure yes. in the line. And it's the same damn thing. So you can celebrate five years since that figure came out in vintage collection 1.0 and it'll be seven yeah. years since it came out. In... Anyway, but the figure itself has photo reel for the first time since the TVC release just missed photoreal by one wave because it started with Leia Bausch in the next wave and they were still dialing it in. It still does not always look great with figures where the hair is sculpted onto the head because since then, and not like on the newer Cassian figures, they've started sculpting the hair as a separate piece so that it's not like the paint's not all messed up on their forehead. It's Madi like Obi- has, Obi-Wan is yep, separate piece. And Madi has the painted hair because his hair is so short and it's kind of not perfect on mine, whatever. Um, I was bummed uh, that Jin and Cassian got repacked, but didn't get photo reel. So there was no need for me to buy openers uh, in TBC 2.0 when they came out. You know, it's, you know, you know, you know, you know. Well, you, you said that you kind of don't know if there's really, if this was the way to do it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I agree that I don't think this was the way to do it, especially now like, hey, this is the reveal for an event. Everybody yeah. get excited. Like, uh, wow. Um, but I think that like, cause I also am now bummed that Jin is the odd man at, well, of the characters that exist for rogue one, Jin is the odd man out of yeah. having a horrible, horrible, horrible little face, um, <laughs> compared to the rest now. Um, yeah. I think it would have maybe been a little bit more exciting if they had, you know, packed these figures in with a photo reel update with something more desired, something else, or like in a multi-pack. Would it have been cool if they, if they did like Jen Cassian with photoreal and Bayes, an all new Bayes figure or something, kind of like they did with the, you know, 
reuse repack to cost out the gift cards pack or something. I mean, how dare you? Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> but also, they don't listen to this show, and I don't absolutely hate that idea, but I don't want to be responsible for that idea. Yeah. So <laughs> send your hate mail my way, folks. I'm sorry, Evan is innocent here. Yeah, but, not, not uh, all the time. But I, I, I do think that, or if they would have maybe, you know, waited, because I kind of feel like with a lot of these things, you know, with like 8D8 and, you know, the non-articulated arms, like, oh, it would have cost more money. It's like some of these things, I'm not sure then if you can't afford to do them right or in any kind of in a meaningful way, is it the right time to do it? Would you be better yeah. off spending that money doing something else? So you know, I would have liked maybe a, a look, a Cassian Rogue one look that we didn't have in the vintage collection or, you know, a Jin look that we didn't have, even if they were only barely different. But So I've said, and I brought it up before, but he wears that vest over this look um, several times throughout the movie, like when he's on the U-Wing and when he's on Scarif. So they could have just add, you know, tool up a new vest, give him a new card back. That's something. I don't know if it would have changed anything sales wise, but it would have, you know, made me happier to get something actually new out of him. Um, listening to the uh, panel and their recap video on Hasbro Pulse's uh, YouTube page, they they talked about you know uh, you know maybe he'll wear this outfit because we know uh, Andor season two is going to lead into Rogue One, so maybe he'll wear this outfit at some point. And it was like, <laughs> that's insulting, dude. That's don't, like, <laughs> yeah, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining, but don't tell me uh, don't sell me the same figure again and tell me it's an Andor season two figure. It's like, all right, guys, I don't know about this, but <laughs> maybe it'll be a big uh, moment when. Uh, he activates K2SO and he puts on his jacket and he says, let's go, uh, let's go kill Tivik on the ring of Caffrine and everybody will stand up and cheer and that'll be the moment we all need figures from. But And then K2 looks into the camera and says, he's a bit of a rogue one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> written and directed by Tony Gilroy. <laughs> I think those lines might have been added during the writer's strike or something. But yeah. <laughs> by me, I'm a yeah. scab. <laughs> but does this Cassian reveal... Rival, the Stormtrooper Luke repack reveal from a few years ago as the worst vintage collection reveal event ever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Straight up. Because, like, yeah. at least that Luke reveal was a new figure-ish at the time. No, it, it wasn't. Well, it, was a re- it was a repack yeah, yeah. Of, from a three-pack. but with like a new card. Yeah. With a new card. And it was Luke. And, you know, it's an original trilogy figure. And, yeah. and it wasn't, you know, it was a figure that was otherwise price locked into a three pack. And if you didn't get the three pack, then, you know, whatever this was, this figure has, you can't get rid of it. You can go to any website yeah. that sells, you know, discounted star Wars stuff. This figure is there for anywhere in between two ninety nine and six ninety nine. So on a vintage card or in the box. Yeah. And I, it's, it's not in the notes, but I did want to bring it up in, um, it was a little confusing for a little bit because they mentioned in the video that it's a fan channel exclusive, but the video said, the text on screen said mainline, and then they, but they reiterate, I was a little confused for a few days, but they reiterated that yes, uh, the wave that he is in, we'll be getting to the three other figures in this wave momentarily. They are a fan channel exclusive in the States. Um, they're fan plus Amazon overseas, or in the UK, and in Canada they are mainline, very confusing. but. So at least we won't be seeing this figure on store shelves, but unless the huge GameStop maybe. But yeah, because GameStop counts as their fan channel. I think they I think mentioned. so. Yeah. But what is a disappointment about that is it's kind of a double-edged sword where right. you won't see Cassian and the other dud choice in that wave peg warming at your Walmart and Target. But that mm. also means you'll never see the two other figures that are 
incredibly exciting. Every I like detail. how we're dancing around it as if people don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it more in a minute. Hey, man, we I see agree, it I when agree, you I see I it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into that wave, uh, one other reveal from 1027 that might, maybe, theoretically, potentially, possibly portend some future releases for TVC is the new Clones of the Republic expression in Black Series, which they're doing a mace uh, from the Clone Wars with... Uh, it's a kit bash. We're not going to get into it, but with uh, his purple 187 clone based on the Hasbro figure from almost 20 years ago now. Um, they did say there was going to be more from this in the future as a big shop Disney thing. Probably not vintage collection. I don't know. Who knows? Just something to keep an eye out for. Maybe uh, a way to keep uh, the Clone Wars 20th anniversary going, as you mentioned earlier. I read got... that as more Black Series. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to trying to find the hope where I can, much like Cassian himself. Here's something different. We got movies. We got comics. We got media or manga or something. It's MCM, London Comic Con. That was a terrible... Uh, almost, I was like, should I do a British voice halfway through? Sorry, Lewis. Apologies to you. Can I just but, be real uh, with you? I thought MCM yes. was a Roman numeral, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up because a friend was like, what the hell is MCM? I'm like, you know what? Why are you asking me? But I don't actually know. So there you go. Um, and I got conflicting answers when I did look it up. Anyway, there was a convention the very next day, about 13 hours after the 1027 reveals or something. Yeah. But Hasbro had a panel on October 28th where they filled out the rest of the Cassian wave uh, with, uh, as we said, one kind of dud and two, but one better figure and one much better figure. Um, all of these were previously pipelined at the same time. First one we're going to talk about now is BC-308, Finn, Starkiller Base from The Force Awakens. Continuing the mini-beat throwback to the mid-2010s, every character in Star Wars is a guy in a brown jacket with a gun. And apparently uh, also on a boring green card. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be a part of it as well. I don't get it. But uh, you may remember this figure also pegworming at every single Walmart back in early 2016. But uh, as with Cassian, now it has photo reel and... I was thinking there's only one other fin in either scale that has photoreal, which is uh, the 5POA figure in the Celebrate the Saga line, which actually shows how good that sculpt is. I know a lot of people did not, a lot of collectors did not get that uh, set, but... If you'll recall, I did yeah. I did post a custom long, long ago mm -hmm, in the early mm -hmm. days of SWTVC of this fin figure with that photoreal head. Uh, of course, I mocked up a card to go with it where he was on a yellow pill with the lightsaber but uh, i guess that's not what we're doing so <laughs> yeah no no so we are getting fin on a vintage card for the first time which is i must say that is nice to see i've it been is. asking for that i'll concede that point i will agree with you john i've been looking for a different version of fin i'd prefer the rise of skywalker version because that has never been made in any form or fashion at least his uh force awakens and last jedi looks have been made in some form or fashion in uh, this scale um but it, yeah, his inclusion in uh, Vintage Collection was long overdue. It's been, what, almost 200 since Ray and Kylo were added to the line. Yeah. But if my math checks out, and it might not. But, um, so yeah, some but people are saying... we're over you know, 100 from the last sequel figure, too. Yeah. So what was the last sequel figure? Was it Phasma? It was the Triple Force Friday wave oh, yeah, okay, uh, right. with Rise of Skywalker, and those were 160s. Okay. Yeah, so the 160s. Yeah, so the wave and then another uh, small wave that had the Sith Trooper in it. So yeah. 162 and 162A, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fact check that. But um, it's been a while, been a minute, but 
uh, yeah, the name of this figure is Finn Starkiller Base. A lot of, the, and I looked it up, a lot of the Finn figures have had that title. One of the um, 5 POA uh, armor up figures was that, uh, basically an excuse to give him snow on his feet. And that um, 2017 uh, Titanium series figure is also called, Star- called Starkiller Base. And none of them have had the lightsaber, even though he uses the lightsaber in Starkiller Base. Probably the most and on the poster thing. and all the yes, promotional and materials. All the yes. The oh the John Boyega disrespect continues. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gonna be the star of the movie? Yoink. <laughs> you think he's gonna get a cool, exciting action figure? Yeah. Yoink. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a lightsaber, he doesn't have a cool card, but he does have a bunch of crud on his feet, which <sighs> is almost as good. So yeah, I know, as we said, it's the first sequel card uh since late 2019. I know you're a little worried that it might be the last because it's probably not going to do well because it did not do well last time. Listen, I know the sequel trilogy is a dicey subject. I've had not lying people send me messages telling me to unalive myself after talking about liking the prequel trilogy or the sequel tw- uh, trilogy. Uh, that's always healthy and constructive. Um, but, you know, as someone who believes fully in the vintage collection being expansive to the place that it can cover meaningfully all Star Wars, the sequels is a part of that to me. Um, and you know, I, I, this release really stings because it's one, a figure it's already been done. It's a figure we already have not hard to get, not very exciting. Um, and I feel like, you know, surely Hasbro is going to point to this as people don't want ST merch when not if, when it underperforms instead of looking at it as, Hey, people don't really want stuff. We, you know, we've already done, or people want stuff that we haven't done yet, or they want meaningful updates instead of us crapping out eight year old figures. I don't think they're going to take that lesson. I think they're just going to look at it and be like, oh yeah, we were right. The sequel trilogy is just toxic and we can't make stuff from it. So, and it's like, well, there goes the chances of the rise of Skywalker Finn. There goes chances yeah. of bring me Ben Solo. There goes our, you know, Supreme leader Kylo Ren. And that, that, that hurts. That bums me out a lot. I take this kind of personally, but it's whatever. So Finn fans rise up by this guy in bulk, please. I bought three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't order any Cassians, but I got three fit. Yeah. I, so. you know, and as we said, I think a lot of collectors would have preferred his Rise of Skywalker appearance instead, which has never been done outside of the five inch Galaxy of Adventures line. And, you know, we were looking at that recent Indoor Han, which again, also not a great figure, but um, it's so close to having a fin. They would just need a new vest, a new head, new forearms. They can reuse everything else for Rise of Skywalker fin. And Rise of Skywalker Finn has been on the March Madness bracket multiple yeah, times. So, so if yeah, if if, uh, if people saying we want Rise of Skywalker Finn, then they say you know we're not gonna put any tooling dollars into this at all. We're just gonna see how this one performs. It's probably not gonna be great, even though everyone said please don't do that. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna do well. I don't think it's a smart decision. Again, it's better that it's just fan channel. Um, and I am happy to get him on a vintage card, and I am happy to get him and Cassian with photo reel. Those are the happy beeps. I don't think it's the best way to go about it i don't think it's gonna do great but you know it is what it is yeah unfortunately yeah so another figure about more of this guy vc309 phase one clone trooper part of a prequel mini beat from the sequels to the prequels for uh the phantom menaces 25th anniversary next year which means of course black series gets episode one stuff but tvc gets uh, episode two i guess a few years after that anniversary I, I, i don't know but I will say the new card is fantastic. It's from the formation scene at the end of Attack of the Clones when they're on Coruscant and the Imperial March kicks in. 
uh, in earnest for the first time, which I love that scene. It gives me chills every time. I uh, I usually want to reach through the screen and throttle people who just call everything iconic all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that card back yeah. is that's that's an iconic literally still. Iconic. So I absolutely am in love with that card. Yes, it's it's an iconic expression of, of the character. iconic clone with the iconic <laughs> brow line on his iconic <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <sighs> but it's a great card. Can we say great? I'll say great. But uh, it is it's, so it's the. Same body as for the figure itself. Same body as the recent uh, and/or branded Phase Two Clone Trooper uh, with a new helmet for Phase One that I, looks like the existing Vintage Collection one. I don't know. Who knows? I'm sure all the people that uh, jumped down Lucasfilm's throats when they put on Captain Rex's bicep armor on backwards in the Ahsoka series will have a lot to say about this figure as it, it gets closer to release. But in some of the photos, it looks a little wonky, the placement of it, as uh, as these photos often do. But I think in, in the booth, it looked real nice. So I don't know. I, I will say I was just talking some mad crap in one of our group chats about uh, whoever poses these figures for the uh, for the booths and the images where, you know, I'm not convinced uh, that they know what they're doing or if they've ever seen an action figure, let alone a human before. Um, <laughs> but one, the pose of this figure in the booth was really cool. They did a really, mm -hmm. really good job posing this figure in there. So I was happy to yeah. at least see that. And I do really like the, uh, I know people have issues with the uh, phase two clone helmet uh, on this figure and this phase two clone figure. So I don't know, maybe the phase one will be a little better. I know they kind of redesigned it for the live action Ahsoka uh, Clone Wars flashbacks, but this is kind of more in line with, the attack of the clones look which it should be i don't know whatever it looks good to me i bought a tin to open i'm gonna buy more i'm sure hopefully it'll be in a trooper pack i want them to get my request here as i want them to get all four attack of the clones officers out on this body asap that's what i want a trooper pack to be they never got the red and the yellow ones out on the last body which is still frustrating to me but i want two trooper packs yeah. uh i want one that has what the red, the blue, the yellow, and the green officers. Mm -hmm. I want that mm -hmm. as a four pack. And then I want yeah. a separate four pack of four regular white uh, armor yeah. clones. And I would buy a lot of those. Yeah. I'd go nuts. See, I solved the problem. You're welcome, yes. everybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> All named characters yep. and none. <laughs> but uh, here's a named character. Wacky name. We love the name. It's VC307 Count Dooku. Woo woo. The winner of this year's, we're going to say, SWTBC March Madness Tournament. Hasbro kind of pointed it out. They didn't say our name. That's fine. A little nonspecific. They said it won a fan vote. Still great. Still love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hashtag uh, you're welcome. <laughs> so uh, he was the number one ranked character last year. He was number three this year, but he won the uh, bracket. Um, so um, they were probably planning this figure. If it comes out in May, that means they're probably planning it uh, earlier than he won this year, earlier than this year's tournament when he won um but he has ranked highly all three uh years i think some of the higher ranked characters in the first year have already been made i think he was like number eight in the first year so it's been pretty consistently um you know you've seen requests for this guy for years um much like finn a prominent uh main character from the skywalker saga who has been made but not in the vintage collection and uh yes it looks like an all-new figure to us other than the Reused lightning hand from the Emperor figure from a couple years ago. And were those hands reused from earlier? They might have been reused from an earlier figure. I don't remember. And I forgot to check that. You you do enough research as is, yeah. John. That's <laughs> You're off the hook. I did look into it. I was walking my dog and I was like, God, I got to look up the lightning hands. And then I forgot. And here we are. But <laughs> it is from the Emperor figure from a couple years ago. Anything beyond that, 
knock yourselves out. But um, yeah, also includes a lit and unlit lightsaber and a soft goods uh, double-sided cape with the different printing as they've been doing on like uh, Moff Gideon and Lando and whatnot um, with a nice little little cord going across. It's not a plastic cord like they did on the Black Series one, but at least it's not a giant uh, bungee cord like they did on General Lando. So uh, yeah, looks looks amazing. Looks great. I think of the little piece of really thin, shiny, glitzy shoestring that was on the Revenge of the Sith figure. Yes. And that finally broke on mine where it like came out of one of the sides. So I got to put some glue on it and stick it back in. No, I don't. I could just wait for this figure to come out. But yeah. <laughs> My Revenge of the Sith, Dooku, that one is very frayed because uh, I would pop the head off. Yep. And because um, that would come off at the uh, the base of the neck. Um Along with his arms, that you could, his hands that you could cut off. One of the pegs yeah. is broke on that one, so I still gotta upgrade that guy. But yeah, it frayed on that, so hopefully this one won't fray like the old one. I don't think his head is removable at the uh, at the base, but you know, yeah, that's why you that's buy another, extras. Yeah, it's another variant, and another variant <laughs> they could do, of course, is Tales of the Jedi Dooku, and I believe he could reuse at least the same arms and legs, which you know it's not a lot, but it's something. Yeah. Um, he would, he would need a new, uh, skirt and a new, uh, you know, front of the, uh, chest anyway, if that's easier for them to do and a younger head that's, um, or two, one with beard, one without, but that's doable, right? You know, here's a question though. If they did a re-release of this figure on a revenge of the Sith card with a new cape with the proper colors for that film, is his costume a slightly different hue in that movie? I you've brought this up to me for March Madness stuff, but yeah. I have always just assumed that it's the. I always thought it was the exact same costume. I have noticed no differences across them, and that's showing my. Uh, I haven't done my due diligence on this guy. So, what's the difference in the cape? I don't know. I obviously you think it's different colors. I think it's supposed to be the same. I'm sure there are minor differences. Yeah, I um, think it's supposed to be the same as well. For some reason, I just thought that there was a slight difference in his cape, but I'm not too bothered about it. I just was curious and i i do wish they did alternate cards i wish that was still a thing like you know that'd be cool if they you know packed it uh four per case and no cassians and no fins and put two revenge of the sith cards into uh two attack of the clones cards in there if only but uh yeah but speaking of the sorry card, i didn't mean to derail so hard i just was no you brought it up before in it yeah maybe not on the podcast but uh We'll have to look into it, see if the cape is any different. He has a hood on the one. Uh, I guess there is some there's some different stitching around the neck, maybe, in Revenge of the Sith. Maybe. I don't know. He has a hood sometimes in Clone Wars, so if they want to do a hooded one, that's another, uh, yeah, do, do a two-pack with Ventress using uh, Morgan Elsbeth parts. We're just giving them all the great ideas here, but... I wish they uh, listened to this show. <laughs> sometimes I'm happy they don't, but... <laughs> well, the, the card, I was happy to see. I know I'm not claiming any credit for this whatsoever, but it was the same image that I used like three years ago when I made the Dooku card. Which, but uh, now they use the blue because I love that he's shock. He's shocking the name pill, or he's yeah. shocking the 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 coffin where the figure goes, which I just love that detail, and I, I love that they chose blue for it to go with the lightning to make the lightning pop on the card. I wonder I if it, they had to choose blue because they have rules about it if they how they can't lift from fan made things, and they're like, ah, he this guy did the right <laughs> image, but we can't use that color. I used red because I actually wanted them to use blue. So you yeah, know, there I was you playing go. the long game three years ago. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so as we kind of said, uh, this wave is a fan channel exclusive, despite some conflicting info in the reveal videos. Um, all the stuff revealed for Black Series was also a uh, fan channel, and people were like, is that a bad sign for the line? But Yak Face said, 
no in one of the comments uh, stuff you know stuff will be still hitting mainline if anything had to go fan channel Finn and Cassian are probably good ones but you know is Dooku a figure that should be on shelves maybe I don't know but the phase one clone absolutely should be on shelves yeah for sure they keep I think even there's also a phase one clone coming in black series I think that's also fan channel I don't know why they keep doing this to themselves well, it's kind of like the um, they just unveiled the greatest hit, the A list or whatever for the Black yeah. series, right? Where they're doing greatest hits like a Vader and a Mando, and everybody's like, bleh, 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 bleh. but that's like exactly something that you have pitched and we've talked about on this show. Yeah. Of, you know, some of these core characters always having a really like absolute definitive version of those characters, easily available and in circulation at least, yeah, at least once a year. Because if you're not a collector, if you go into the store, if you're going to the Star Wars section, if you're walking by, if you're getting a gift for somebody, if you're getting a gift for your kid, if you're pulled back in through nostalgia or whatever, uh, you're either going to see nothing on the pegs or you're going to see, you know, the leftovers from the waves that collectors have ravenously picked over. Yeah. Or Orlando and Arriva. But yeah. But what you want to see is Darth Vader is Mando. It's these characters that everybody recognizes, that everybody loves, that they're going to pull you into the line. And then once you start there, then you're going to want you know, Mando's crew, then you're going to want a Luke for Vader to fight. And then you're going to want Inquisitors to, you know, march with Vader, troopers to hang out with these guys. So it's nice that they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we've said before, uh, you know, the, the stormtrooper, the VC 140s, whatever it is, stormtrooper has never made it to shelf in any, uh, form or fashion, like in actual stores. Yeah. That's, that's also, um, pipelined. And the, the phase one clone was available again in the wave with uh, Mando and Cara Dune and the Remnant Stormtrooper a couple years ago. But that's, I think that was right as COVID was hitting. So it wasn't like everybody was going out to. I found that wave Valentine's Day of 2020 was one of nice, the last nice. store finds that I had. Nice. When hope uh, still lived. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know why they make these troopers so hard to get. A, a clone trooper is something that kind of should be on shelves all the time a stormtrooper yeah. should be on shelves all the time and a vader yeah so those are the yeah so the clone i know they got something against old men in these lines for whatever reason but you know i'm glad he's coming whatever i wish the clone was accessible to more people but yeah whatever any other big bummers in those reveals for you there no man it was just nice of them to stick to the spooky theme of halloween and making this weekend a waking nightmare for tvc collectors <laughs> uh, i definitely had some trouble sleeping after some of these reveals but uh, <laughs> you know there is another bummer from the reveals and whatever there was a uh, a black series pipeline that that happened and and john i as i'm not quite sure what all's in it will you tell me what that is it was, uh, yeah, it's from, I guess, the thir- it's the third book of the Heir to the Empire trilogy, The Last Command, I believe. Um, but it's Joris, and I, I should look this Kubo, uh, see, Sabaoth. Fan- Sabaoth. I think is what the audiobook says. There was a thing where uh, Timothy Zahn was interviewed years ago on how to say all his crazy character names. Um, but uh, He anyway, said, I don't care, nerds. Said, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh yeah, Joris, and I think it's Jorus with the two yeah, U's. But also, two U's. Lu- so Luke Skywalker, also Luke, and uh, Mary Jane Watson. Excuse me, Mara Jade, uh, <laughs> pre Skywalker, but the other redhead of the uh, the nerdosphere. Yeah. Um, don't know how they're different. Don't know if it's finally going to be the Jedi Mara Jade that people have wanted for a long time and never gotten in three point seven five because they keep doing the cat suit version over and over again. It's got to be um, the catsuit version, if I'm not mistaken. I got to reread those books again. But I don't know. The image they showed showed um, Luke in his uh, regular black Return of the Jedi style outfit, and Luke 
in his uh, more like Jedi robes, kind of mm-hmm. like the uh, one of the uh, Evolutions Jedi Lukes they did uh, years ago in 3.75. But I saw a lot of people upset about Joris, especially because he has never been done in 3.75. It sucks. You know, it sucks that uh, Black Series is getting a lot of the publishing stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, you had some impassioned words to say about this subject. I mean, whether you're going to roll your eyes at me or not, John, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's not necessarily just about uh, Joris, Joris uh, himself that I'm kind of upset about. It's what it represents. You know, Black Series can get fully fleshed out lines for the OT, for the prequels, for new media, for anniversaries, legends, publishing games, all of it. With most of it having a hefty chunk of new tooling, at least, uh, or some smart reuse of something recent, and they don't even need to ask for any of it. You know, it just it just happens. In fact, they get so much stuff that I frequently see people in the Black Series comments asking for less or joking about characters that they don't care about. Like Hasbro never wants to make a Luke for us; they just want to make background aliens that I don't want. It's like, what are you talking about? But whatever. <laughs> Uh, you know, meanwhile, you've got us, you know, SWTVC, us personally, but then also all of the people out in the vintage collection community, all pouring our blood, our sweat and tears into this hobby and to trying to spread knowledge and get folks, you know, educated about the history of the line, where we stand, understanding things like tooling and, you know, finding ways to mobilize and signal some kind of community wide messaging and try to contextualize and unify some of that messaging and asks, begging for more. And yet all we just get are excuse after excuse about Sophie's choice scenarios and limitations and why they can't do stuff for our line or, well, Vintage Collection focuses more on OT and this and, you know, and anniversaries. And it's like, but but all of that and more is happening in the other lines. So what's going on? But, you know, I know EU fans have asked for Joris for 20 some years since it's been around, as he's, as you said, an unmade major player in Legends in that story. Um, and then he debuts in six inches, kind of, kind of a smack in the face of the long-term collectors who do have a long history with that. It's kind of like Jackson, or as most Black Series collectors would probably call him, the green bunny I got on clearance. Uh, Joris <laughs> wasn't really anywhere near my radar for my top 25, uh, but now he's probably going to be on mine. I'll justify it with the fact that Joris was initially conceived as an Obi-Wan clone, I think. So it's kind of within my Kenobi mm-hmm obsession but you know remember kids legends canon never did anything wild and wacky and totally made sense all the time all the time but i'm gonna pause here and let everybody just stand up and applaud (laughs) that speech now but you're right it's your sarcasm means so much (laughs) well not sarcasm no i'm 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 dead serious actually about the fact that yes it sucks that you know we have to beg and plead and you know i could bring up the fact that Joris wasn't on that many people's lists for vintage collection top 25 he he wasn't there wasn't a lot of noise for him but as you said um, he would have ranked around like 200 something, but, um, but as you said, black series doesn't have to ask for it. They just get everything. They get a fully fleshed out air to the empire trilogy subsection. Yeah, they, they get a whole scene in one release. Meanwhile, we yeah. can't get a, a, a team from a single media property in one year, let alone maybe a decade. So yes. Um, and as I've said before, I think, you know, it, it would behoove, uh, legends fans to pick someone to rally around for uh the top 25 stuff because the votes are so spread apart um so maybe joris is going to be somebody that they rally around this year i don't know um are there any major differences between the look of joris and jorus 
or not really. One of them has crazier hair because he's a nut job or something or what? Yeah, well, Jorus is the, uh, so anytime they have an extra U in their name, the that's cl- the, yeah, clone. the clone. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, he's just the grizzled old wizard with his six pack abs sticking out in his white hair and living in Mount Tantus yeah. or whatever I think is where he's at. Yeah. It's uh, kind of in the loose adaptation of Heir to the Empire that they're doing in the new canon. It's a lot of fans have kind of pointed to Balin as sort of being a stand in for whatever you know joris was was like at least uh, before the show came out right i don't know yeah do the comparisons still persist yeah it i don't i I think it kind of begins and ends there but joris himself was you know a jedi knight or whatever we meet him in uh the outbound flights before uh the clone wars breaks out we meet him and he knows anakin and obi-wan right right so um, and then this was a crazy clone because the clones go, they go nuts for sensitive clones go nuts or whatever. And that's why, you know, there's Luke or whatever. So, and then Mara Jade's able to kill him, which fulfills her, F- fulfills job her thing duties or whatever. And then she yeah. can, go and then she can fall in love with the real, the real one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, love I don't legends. know, man. Yeah. Yeah. It does suck. I mean, yeah. When we get four figures, it's uh, a wave of two prequel one rogue one one that we're specifically asking them not to do like please don't do that like when they're like we're going to release that and we're like is it too early to cancel that like for the love of god please don't this is a mistake we're begging you we'll do anything like good god i mean you'll you'll you can hear it i when i had that interview or the q a with chris at comic-con and it's just like hey you know have you considered with finn at least doing it with the lightsaber uh, to do something different with it and they're like oh that's a good idea just kidding go away nerd so (laughs) i mean i get it but again that goes back to my point is if they don't have the money to do something right like yeah put that money somewhere out not in black series put it somewhere else yeah. in the vintage collection and and do something with it like it is frustrating i don't know i don't know yes um i still got to read the other two air to the empire books i'm sorry so maybe i'd really <laughs> care about the juris thing if that but it is and i get that it's representative of a larger issue so yeah yeah there you go but one mini beat we are building out in the line thank god rebels we're continuing to do that rebels and rebels adjacent i'll say yeah, we're so, deep in the uh, pipeline now. So go into the pipeline. Go to the pipeline. So um, the three rebels adjacent figures were things that were clearly hinted from them from the Hasbro team during the Ghost Haslab campaign. So if you're upset, you weren't paying attention. Uh, but the rebels crew, the Ghost crew, their specific season three and four looks are exclusive to the Haslab. But it was pretty clear they were going to reuse parts to get other. Slightly different and more different looks uh, made from these characters. Um, we already talked about this at length many times, so go listen to those live streams. I think the Ghost Telethon live stream had a lot about it. Uh, read the exhaustive posts we put together and our Instagram story highlights at SWTVC on Instagram in the uh, Rebels costume uh, highlight, I think it's called. But the first one is Ezra Bridger Lothal from Ahsoka, which is very, very similar to his Rebels season three and four appearance, but with legally distinct collar and coloring on his torso. <laughs> so you can't sue him about that. But uh, maybe a different facial expression. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but uh, as they pointed out, this is the outfit he wears in the hologram that uh, Sabine watches in the first episode of Ahsoka, which he recorded during season four of Rebels. But, you know, live action and animation, it's a little bit of a different interpretation, a little bit less yellow on his torso. Um, a smaller collar, as we've discussed before, but um, they pointed out that it is not a holographic figure, 
though I do want a holographic figure of uh, this version of Ezra. That would have been a neat accessory as a little mini holographic Ezra with our deluxe Sabine oh, yes. instead of a giant helmet. But um, <laughs> it's actually, I'm glad we're talking about this because someone did actually mention me when I shared your card, uh, which you made a really Ezra. awesome Ezra card from his Ahsoka look, his uh, Last Supper, you know, Moses look. Peridia, yeah. Yeah, Peridia look. Um, someone messaged me and they're just like, are we not getting this figure? I thought they pipelined Ezra from Ahsoka. And it was like, oh, technically they child. did. It's it's like, yeah. you know, it's like they just did it for Black Series where they released this Ezra that they pipelined, you know, with the different uh, collar, legally different collar, as you called it. Uh and they called it Ezra Bridger Lethal, and it was in the Ahsoka branding. That's all this yeah. is, but for Vintage Collection, which I'm okay with that. I want that, but yes. I also want the other version. I hope this isn't a, you get this, so you don't get that. Again, the Sophie's Choice. So. Yeah, you got one, Ezra. We still want the uh, yeah, the Moses look, Yeah, his uh, Ten Commandments look, as well as the Night Trooper look, which maybe is more possible now, but... Um, we shall see. And I have more thoughts on all these figures. Yeah. But, Sorry, um, I didn't mean to totally no, no, no. jump in while we were. No, but it's, it's relevant. It's relevant. Um, and then, so the next pipeline figure is Kanan Jarrus in his Rebels Season 1 and 2 look. This is the look with his ponytail and his little chin beard. Before he was blinded and grew out his beard. Um, but it would be cool for him to include his Malachor mask from when he is blinded at the end of Season 2. I don't know if that's possible, but kind of his like Jedi Temple guard uh, look. Um, so this version of him was previously released as a 5 POA figure a number of times when Rebels was airing and in Black Series. Uh, this is the first time this version of Kanan will be a realistic 3.75 inch figure at all. Um, and uh, he'll probably reuse like part of the arms and part of the legs from the other Kanan, but will be still fairly substantially new. Um, and the other one is Garazeb Aurelius. Zeb, also from Rebels Season 1 and 2, uh, with various small differences from the HasLab Ghost Season 3 and 4 figure. Uh, the biggest, most obvious one is his shoulder pads. Um, some different armor pieces that are similar but different to that look. Uh, he'll probably have a different non-smiling head since Emily uh, and the team called out his smiling portrait as exclusive to the HasLab, kind of going along with his smiling look in the uh, Lothal mural. So, yes, as we were kind of saying, it's nice to see more Rebels, definitely, and to release versions uh, for those who either couldn't, didn't, back the HasLab, or for those who don't want to open their carded HasLab figures, but um, these are different than those. It's nice to see they're getting out both versions uh, of their major costumes from Rebels, and we now we can start uh, crying at them about Season 1 and 2 versions of Ezra, Hera, and Sabine. One more. To circle back to the troop builder. Yes, yes. yes. It's all coming full circle. I was trying to say Rebels adjacent now it's because Ahsoka is Rebel. Actual Ahsoka stuff is Captain Enoch and the Night Troopers as a troop builder pack. Uh, So one Captain Enoch and three Night Troopers circling back. People are going to want a lot of Night Troopers without a lot of Enochs. Uh, We saw that scene where Thrawn comes out and they all chant his name. Another iconic scene. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> it's three weeks oh, old you can't say that only only, only trooper formations are automatically iconic but it, it was a great it was a, it was a cool scene i'll say it was cool can i say cool yeah absolutely but you know one thing about this is that much like the dune sea tuscan raiders all the night troopers appear to be unique with different damage different wrappings on different parts of their person however um that is if you don't look too close in the background and notice the reused animation models kind of here and there and kind of copy paste. So 
I don't know. Hopefully they offer these guys again somehow without Enoch because I want a bunch of them. I'm sure Tyler wants 10 million of them. That's, that is the frustrating thing for me about these trooper packs. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad to have them at all. If this is the only way they can get out Enoch and the night troopers, so be it. But, you know, I want more night troopers. So hopefully they'll repack them somehow. It's absolutely better than not having them. Enoch and the night troopers yeah. were things I was, I don't know if I, I wasn't worried about us getting them, but I was worried about how the release would take shape. This yeah. is not the ideal scenario for those to happen i very much am in the camp of enoch uh enoch on a card and then a pack of just unique night troopers but yeah or, or even a pack of three tr three night troopers and then one of the undead zombie death troopers in there uh because you know i don't know i don't know i want a ton of these i do but i don't want just a bunch of enoch slaying around so yeah to recreate all those great scenes where he turns around and then stands there in classic uh, cool Star Wars bad guy fashion. Very iconic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've talked about it before, especially in the live stream, but I'm very intrigued to see how they do all the, you know, repaired deco, the Kintsugi Japanese gold repair on them because all their armor is messed up and unique in different ways. And some of it's like darker gray. It's going to be a lot of expensive deco. It's, you know, it could be newly tooled parts. Is it going to be just mix and match? They only, you know, tool up one new, you know, part for each character with the, uh, the red, uh, night sister, um, bandages on them. I don't know what they're going to do. So I'm, I'm interested or to see more, but maybe like a bunch of, well, they can't make the plastic that thin or else it'll look like Sabine's helmet. But if they made a bunch <laughs> of like little, little wrap parts like you know this part can go around a thigh this part can go around yeah. an upper arm this can go around a forearm this can go around a shin this can go on the torso and Not you can kind of just like because yeah. we don't yeah because we don't have that, that never have that but anyway. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm looking at her bag her little messenger bag that she has and that that strap is kind of yeah. i think it'd kind of look too big on a bandage i don't know how they're going to do it but I'd prefer sculpted. I'm just going to say that. I, I prefer agree. that they're uniquely sculpted in there, but it's Hasbro. They've trained us to just be so cynical and just be like, what's the cheapest <laughs> way to do this, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but we've been going for a while now. We have. We don't need to dive into this topic, but I do want to touch on it. Over the past couple weeks uh, at SWTVC, we've been kind of looking at our uh, balance the scales feature. You guys remember that? Hashtag balance the scales, Hasbro. Um, yeah. I've been putting together some graphics focused on new media and how they've been covered uh, via in figures or vehicles and play sets by Hasbro for the current lines uh, for the following uh, series, Ahsoka, Bad Batch, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Book of Boba Fett. I did not get a chance to dive into The Mandalorian, or I was going to bite into Return of the Jedi 40th. That was a bit of a tall order. Um, but just on those yeah. new media properties, you know, I'll just say that Book of Boba Fett is the one that Vintage Collection has a stark leg up on through vehicles and playsets and the main character, Boba Fett, <laughs> in his main look. Sorry, Black Series fans, but that's what Still that feels like. Um, yeah. But the rest has been pretty bad. And I just looked at it and just just figures uh, in the X's or whatever. And I'm not counting the play sets and also the figure that I threw in that doesn't exist in any line. Uh, Black Series has, from these new media properties, 32 figures that the Vintage Collection does not have. The Vintage oh Collection has God. five figures that the Black Series doesn't have, oh most God. of which from the Book of Boba Fett. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. So um, that's what we mean when we say balance the scales. For more on that, 
please visit at SWTVC on Instagram or my profile at Mile High Ground. Those images are there. They should be pretty easy, user-friendly. John wrote up some wonderful captions about all of these things to kind of give it some context, walk through, you know, that's, there's a struggle. Hey, (laughs) well, uh, TVC just got uh, Enoch and the Night Troopers before uh, Black Series, but you know, that's something that, hey, that's seven, right? Right? Uh, Yes, true, true, true. Did you already count them? So that's something, but yeah, we can talk about this a little bit, I guess. Um, But, you know, there's still some easy things to do. And you said before, you know, when Black Series puts out so many things, then they can use that tooling for other items. Yeah. So like, TVC can do that too. Now that we've got Morgan Elsbeth, they can easily repaint her face at a sword. It's the finale version. They can do her. I would like to see her in a two pack with Ahsoka with different forearms and shins and repainted with a cloak. That's Ahsoka the White and a new head. Um, Minimal tool. Or the eight. Yeah. And the HK 87, uh, you know, Black Series has two versions of that. Uh, Retro has. <laughs> yeah. Do it as a trooper pack because there's still two versions, two paint schemes, and then several like different um, soft goods cape configurations they could do and if they saved on the tooling they could add some weathering to them in the pack so yeah on the deco front some of the stuff it was nice to see you know this month we get having uh getting three new obi-wan kenobi series figures which is awesome to see in uh the showdown and duels in obi-wan invader and the grand inquisitor and now we're right there to get mythos obi-wan the jedi legend obi-wan that black series has we it's it's a slight slight tweak away it's a pair of legs away we're so close. And I had to point out, you know, the happy beep side of things is that at least, uh, you know, if TVC is not going to do a lot of droids, Disney Parks comes in clutch. They're not quite as detailed or articulated as TVC would be. But again, hashtag better than nothing. Um, well, one the, Jack is one Jack is only slightly better than nothing. Yeah. But the, but, the Disney Parks chopper actually is more articulated than the TVC <laughs> version. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about the head. Maybe, maybe. I was just thinking the arms. The uh, arms, I know the head arms, but, but and B two is really nice. Uh, B two is really, really nice. nice. I think it's my favorite droid they've done. So Ned B was a little frustrating because the ankle kept snapped twice on them, but yeah, B two is, is very nice. Yeah, I don't know. Take what we can get, but um, with both Obi Wan and especially Book of Boba, it's nice that they, you know, we we always talk about the secrecy, so. It's up to each individual showrunner slash, you know, director or whatever to um, kind of share what they want with uh, the licensors. I think John Favreau was on the J.J. Abrams Mystery Box side of things where I think Grogu was such a surprise for everyone that he thinks, wow, everything's going to be as cool for everybody. And it's like, did we really need to hide the fact that there's going to be, you know, Tusken Raiders with brown robes in the show? I don't think so. I think we could have probably talked about that a little bit ahead of time. You don't need to tell the full context, but you could say, hey, Hasbro. Time to knock out some new Tuscan Raiders or time to here's some here's 10 droids you can make from these shows or something like that. Like it's yeah. his. So the fact that we only got, you know, the stuff that we got from Book of Boba Fett around the time it aired was like Fennec Shand, who was clearly a Mandalorian figure that they just happened to slap the Boba Fett logo on. But everything else is like it's it's the full 18 months after it aired um, situation for for both scales, I will say. Yeah. But um, it's nice to see them building out that beats. And even some of the Obi-Wan stuff for Black Series didn't show up until earlier this year. So even the, their, that Scales Grand Inquisitor was, I don't know, it's still like eight, nine months ago, but I don't yeah, know, yeah. earlier earlier this year. But um, but then also getting stuff in retro collection that... Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, doesn't show up. And, you know, Mission Fleet, the the scale that just like Galaxy of Adventures is, uh, is that is that 
canceled? Is that still a thing? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It'll just disappear someday, and Hasbro will never mention it again. Uh, but they, you know, they got the entire Bad Batch. They yeah, got them. I know that's a simpler thing to compare, but well, of these of these media properties, the Bad Batch fared the worst for sure. It was hard. It was harder to put on my uh, happy beeps for that caption for sure. Yeah, yeah, better better you than me because I made that image and I was just like, hmm. Okay, well, I think I should stop collecting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's because they think animated isn't as important to people or whatever. I don't know what the reasoning is, but and that's a frustrating thing because once Black Series got all the season one Bad Batch characters, they're easily able to do them all with minimal new tooling and just new de- redeco for most of it as Walmart exclusives all in one go, all at once. Whereas TBC, we only have Hunter. Uh, with none of the others uh, pipelined whatsoever. We could maybe get a season two hunter. We could have two hunters. God. I, oh, 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 or yeah. better yet, maybe we could be the one scale to get the season three hunter. Yes. Yeah. God, please don't change your clothes, guys. Oh, yeah. Please just wear the same. Anymore. Go back to your season one outfits, yeah. guys. <laughs> and then Andor, hey, at least we're getting the uh, the casting from the end of season two where he appears in his Rogue One look. Yeah. I just, I, I, I got to give him props on the Ahsoka. I said it before. Um, the glaring, obvious omissions are Merrick, Balin, and Shen. It is insane that they don't exist in Vintage Collection when Merrick exists in Retro and they all three exist in Black Series. Like, did you think people didn't want those characters? They have, you know, a ton of action throughout the series. They have lightsabers. They're, they're bad guys. I, they look That's- awesome. They are awesome. I don't know. I do worry, though, because Hasbro does have a very real problem of offering villains and lightsaber wielding villains yeah. in the vintage collection. I mean, I, I did. I I'd never told you, but I wanted to do a, a villain centric episode and we kind of missed the Halloween boat for that. But maybe we'll do. Nah, dude, let's do it. I got another hour. Let's go. Right, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm just the next few waves. You know, we're getting Krennic. We're getting Thrawn. Finally, they're doing some of these villains. We're yeah, getting Grand Dooku. Inquisitor, Dooku. Yeah. Yeah. We got Ventress's legs anyway, you know. That's and, we're, something. and we're getting Elsbeth, and she was arguably, yeah. you know, one of the main, yeah. one of the main villains there. Imperial officers, whether they're named or carded or otherwise. Wow, we're really bringing it all back the whole yeah. show, but it's all connected. To, so, uh, but aside from the villains of Ahsoka, they are they did quite a good job. Uh, again, some caveats, but a good coverage for for all the scales. Um, for that and Boba Fett did quite well. The other ones need work. Um, Bad Batch especially, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Go read the yeah. captions. Yes. As I said, and go check out graphics. those posts. Uh, we did. Sorry, I had to monologue about it a little bit, but yeah, they were a labor of love putting those together or a labor of hate. I don't know. A labor of resentment. <laughs> they were a labor. Uh, it was, yes. it, it was a thing we did. Um, we will continue to do things like that and looking at other media properties is kind of here or there whenever time allows. Um, I know, John, you asked me to maybe look at Mission Fleet, which I started doing today, kind of just yeah. looking at vehicles that exist in Mission yep. Fleet and, you know, ones that may or may not exist in three and three quarter inch at all, uh, let alone the vintage collection. So, yeah. And I know for uh, Return of the Jedi 40, uh, Lando Griffin has posted um, on both Instagram and in the SW, the Vintage Collection Facebook group, he has posted comparisons of the carded, just the carded um, and, you know, labeled as such as Return of the Jedi 40th releases for both Vintage and Black Series. As you said, it's kind of a tall order to compare it, but he did a good job of a visual comparison of that. Um, Visually, that one was tricky for me because there was plenty of things that did have a one-to-one yeah. uh, thing in the Vintage Collection. Yeah. But that thing in the Vintage Collection was so old 
that yep. it was like, I don't want this. So yeah, and, and not it, that it was I don't frust- want it, but yeah, it was frustrating because Fanta Tracks did an interview uh, with Jing from the brand team after um, her panel at MCM London Comic Con, and she trotted out the same line of, you know, they they asked about how character selection compares from vintage to black series. And she tried it out the same line of, you know, Oh, vintage loves original trilogy so much. So it's hard to do some of the newer stuff paraphrasing, but which, which I just said a little bit ago. <laughs> well, yes. Well, an original trilogy is, is important to uh, a lot of vintage collector collectors. It's important to star Wars fans, all of us, but black series, as you said, seems to just get stuff, you know, as much as vintage gets, you know, return of the Jedi things like Velkin and tame and, you know, some of the, background aliens and side characters you know tbs still got several newly sculpted figures like the rebel commando this year new r2d2 this year um force ghosts that vintage collection does not have um you know java a year in advance so it's not like black series isn't getting vintage stuff it's that's the frustrating thing hearing them say that and then looking at the the facts of like eh, not not quite but yeah anyway that's your balance of scales talk from yep now that right we've now. sufficiently yeah. whined and been sad uh you know the happy beeps though is again you know i just want to think back to earlier in the episode tyler getting thrown something that means so much yes. to him something that was so exciting to him uh you know and the fact that it is such a great figure and he's having a blast with it uh, how many did he say he bought i don't remember but a lot a lot yeah. a few um and, you know, he's posted photos of customs already. He was already ordering pieces to put on these things before the figure yeah. even arrived. Good for him. Uh, you know, he got it two weeks before I did, and I only paid less than he did, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but, you know, me with the the Obi-Wan and Darth Vader set, where, yeah, issues aside, you know, minor nitpicks that I have with it and things that I think they could maybe do better if they address going forward. What an incredible set. And again, a piece of Star Wars that I know is maybe not beloved by everyone in our community as they are so quick to tell you. Um, but something that personally meant a lot to me and that I enjoyed a lot. It's awesome having these things finally to, you know, stand in our collections and, and be such incredible entries to the pantheon of the vintage collection of three and three quarter inch collecting. So there's a lot of stuff to look forward to as well. Like let's not forget that we have the ghost coming. We've got all these rebels figures coming in that we never thought we would get, you know, we've got Ahsoka kind of uh, skewing the balance a little better in coverage as we just talked about. We've got, you know, the awesome Hera and chopper figures, there's a lot to be excited for. And while there's plenty to gripe about and to echo the sentiment of we want more, there's plenty that we may or may not know about. And it's collections are built on hope. And all we can do is keep working on, you know, working together, coming together in these efforts to strengthen our hobby, our community and our collections. Oh, I got nothing added. That's perfect. Again, sorry for monologuing. I love it. I love it. Yes, as always, I say, you know, I always feel like we complain slightly more than intended, but a lot of great stuff coming, a lot of great stuff in hand. I'm excited to finally get the Cad Bane wave eight yeah. years after everybody else did. Excited Welcome to, to get July, the- dude. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Entertainment Earth. I love you, but thanks for shipping the uh, Thrawn wave in a timely fashion. So excited to get a lot of stuff. I've been getting so much stuff, my lord. I don't know where to put all this stuff, but that's another fun activity for another time. Yeah. Hey. I completed my first order evacuation short range uh, Rise of the Resistance pod Galaxy's Edge droid set. I never thought I would do so. That's that's my happy beeps for the day. Hashtag complete the crew. Yes. Teams and themes. <laughs> droid ships. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh man. Well, I was going to try to scramble and find a return of the Jedi 40th anniversary, uh, memory to share. Cause I know I've been kind of lax about doing that on everything we've done. I said I would, however, for time, not going to get into that, but stay tuned next episode. I promise I will drop a couple more in there. Um, and that will be hopefully coming, hopefully be coming sooner rather than later. So sweet. Yeah. Well, we've been talking for some time, uh, audience, if you're still with us, thanks so much, John last thoughts uh i want more cartoon ewoks i I don't know yeah i'm sure that can happen not not really i don't know (laughs) i got no thoughts we've said it all haslab of an ewok village with more cartoon ewoks Uh, (laughs) actually no i don't want that never mind yeah yeah. again we put too much evil out into the universe that may come back to bite us so on that note that does it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, keep 375 alive. Back TVC, finish the 96, balance the scales, Hasbro, who Yang Gang for life, and may the force be with you.